When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Welcome to MLB Daily, your one-stop shop for daily baseball content. I am L to the J to the Lafura. Alongside me, I've got Brandon Karam. And we are a Valley Up Sports podcast. We are what they aren't. Brandon, how are you doing? LJ, doing just fantastic. Uh, it is around 2.37, May 27th. Nice little Friday. I got work tonight in three, in T minus three hours. Um, but yeah, very nice result for the Yankees yesterday against Tampa. Um, hopefully they can keep things rolling uh, tonight and um, throughout the weekend. All right, well, let's keep things rolling as, Brandon, there's an ongoing story in the MLB, and this story keeps getting better and better. Let's talk about Trevor's story. Let's do it. He ends up going out there and getting another home run in this matchup here he goes yard in the second inning. He is able to drive in four runs on the game, going two for four. The dudes, the dudes quickly turned into an absolute machine, and I don't frankly understand how things have turned around so quickly for this guy. Yeah, it's it's, it's actually incredible. Um, LJ, now Trevor Story has more F war than uh, Giancarlo Stanton. Um, Jordan Alvarez, Luis Robert, uh, Anthony Rendon, Trey Turner, Corey Seager, so many guys that, uh, have been off to good starts. Alex Bregman, like these players have been good. Pete Alonzo, Willie Adamas, Trevor Story's 26th in hitters for F war right now, LJ. What a turnaround. Brandon, I'll give you one better. It's kind of amazing. This guy hit his first home run, I believe, 
like early May, May 1st, he is now top 10 in homers in the American League. He is just, again, I, I don't know how to describe it. I don't know how to talk about this accurately because it's just such an impressive feat what he's done over the last, we're talking eight days. We're talking eight days, seven home runs, and 21 RBIs or something like that, right? Yeah, LJ, he's gained 85% of his war on the season in his last 14 days. Amazing. Amazing. 1.2 war in the last 14 days, and he sits at 1.4 for the whole season. That doesn't and all of this, also, like, it, it's, I feel almost bad because this is the one story that anyone's talking about. Instead of talking about him, we probably should have been talking about every other player on this Red Sox team. They come back, they bounce back from that loss and end up taking this series in Chicago last night on Michael Walker's worst start of the year, going four and a third, allowing five earned. Granted, we've got a situation where for the month, J.D. Martinez has a 4-4-3 batting average. A couple good days could easily bring him up close to 500. We're talking about a 1.155 OPS for him on the month. That's just absolute insanity. Absolute bonkers numbers from him. Bonkers numbers from Vasquez. Kike Hernandez is turning into a leadoff homer machine very, very suddenly and very dramatically. And that's kind of discounting Xander Bogarts and Rafael Devers, who is very clearly in the MVP conversation right now. That's, that's how good this run has been that we're forgetting about all of them. Yeah. Uh, Rafael Devers actually in the month of May has the second most war out of uh, hitters just behind, of course, the man Mookie Betts uh, well on his way to potentially winning a player of the month for the national league. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Rafael Devers been on a tear. Uh, JD Martinez been on a tear and, um, Finally, the Red Sox are starting to turn things around. Uh, LJ, for the I just saw this for the month of May. JD Martinez a five forty seven Babbitt. <laughs> Amazing. That's every time he's putting the ball in play. It's he's he's a getting on base. That's that's incredible, and that's a stat that will come down. I mean, like eventually, you're gonna start to hit it too someone in the field at some point but that's, i mean that's yes incredible. but at the same time he's like the hits aren't just cheapies like you're talking about this guy on the years in the 98th percentile and expected batting average yeah no like, absolutely this is just clean pure smart hitting this is what you expect out of J jd martinez just on another level well let's talk about a move that the yankees made yesterday um quite like the shock to me when i saw that this is what they ended up doing they signed matt carpenter matt carpenter to a big league contract um he got granted a release from a minor league deal with the rangers like a week ago um and the yankees choose to sign uh matt carpenter and put him on the active roster he played last night against the rays um, this is a guy who was one of the best hitters in the league for a little bit of time when he was with the Cardinals, uh, most notably 
believe it's his 2013 and 2018 seasons um, were really, really good. Um, and this is a guy who just fell off a cliff in 2019, 2020, 2021. Um, leaves the Cardinals, ends up being on the Rangers AAA team. Has a pretty good start. I think a 991 OPS plus or 991 OPS uh, with that AAA team. The Yankees said that they were uh, looking into this move over a week ago prior to all the injuries happening. So um, really interesting move. Uh, it's another left-handed bat to add to the lineup. And uh, yeah, I mean, I guess this is, I mean, he's 36 years old. Now you have him and uh, Marwin Gonzalez off the bench when you finally have to go back to when um, I, I I don't know I don't know what the day is when you have to be under fourteen pitchers um, on your roster, but at some point the Yankees will have to do that. So yeah, this is definitely again a good move. Why not try to improve and add in places that aren't going to necessarily matter? Like you're going to be able to find your uses for Matt Carpenter right now but he's not something you have to have. Like this isn't having Matt Carpenter in your organization. Isn't something where they were trying to go out and add this piece because they desperately needed this piece in order to be able to contend. They didn't need an extra bat to do this. This is a golden opportunity for a reclamation project of sorts that maybe can turn into something more, maybe can turn into a very crucial bench bat for this team. Absolutely, you know, trying to fill that role kind of like Rugnet Odor did last year for the Yankees. Yep, that's honestly that's 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 exactly the uh, comparison to make here because you you can easily say that he was not essential to that team. Rugnet Odor played a ton of games because he played great. He played really well for, especially compared to what they were looking for and what they were looking at at other positions they were able to get him in there because DJ didn't have his best stuff. He didn't have his best season. He was able to get in there more, but at the end of the day, if Rufnetto door sucked, no one's going to complain with having DJ make you out there for all the games. Yeah. Odor is probably just the way he plays. He's the best looking like 200 hitter that I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> it's, it's amazing to me. Um, but because there's just times where he steps up and you're just feeling a home run. Um, but, yeah. It's, it's like every, every time he gets the ball in the air, it feels like it's gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Um, all right. A story okay. from yesterday's games. The Cincinnati Reds uh, play the Chicago Cubs. They fall down 3 nothing in the second inning um, and then proceed to score 20 runs. And win twenty to five. Um, what, what, what happened here? Uh, Hunter Green gives up three more home runs. Um, LJ, he's just a home run machine on the mound. Um, and the Cubs just absolutely implode. Twenty hits, twenty runs scored by the Reds. Um. The Reds are have been playing not as incompetent as they were for that stretch there um, in April. They're a semi-competent team. Like I gotta be honest, I feel impressed and pleased 
with what we're seeing out of this Reds team here. Because, yes, you have that one situation with the really, really crooked number here in the third inning, I believe it is was, where they dropped eight runs on the Cubs. But past that, there was still scoring. They didn't rest on that. They come in sixth, seventh, both of those managed to get two runs. Fifth inning, they get a run, tack one off, and then they go up and put another crooked number in there in the eighth inning with five more. That just shows consistency there mentally. They were very engaged in this game from start to finish. Um, Justin Steele, I feel like that experiment is kind of done. The Is Justin Steele breaking out as a uh, legit starter? I think we can pretty much put that to bed. If we hadn't already put that to bed with a couple of mediocre performances before this, this definitely takes the cake, especially now at one and five. Um, other than that, my only other thoughts here, um, this is this is how you bring along a young pitcher. Give him run support. If Cincinnati can do this every single time Hunter Green steps out there, he's going to be in a much better position. I mean, he's going to be able to just sit out there and he's going to be able to show off that pitch repertoire he's got going of, you know, the the slider, the change up and the bat finder. Yeah, uh 15 home runs allowed already in 44 innings. That's impressive. Brandon opposing hitters are batting 375 against his fastball, the famed 100 mile an hour fastball. 375. 7 795 slugging with the dead ball. They're hitting a sock for a 795 slugging percentage against this great fastball. The thing he came up to the majors to do, throw the fastball, throw the bat finder. Well, LJ, he um just him as a pitcher, if you face just him this year, you have an 872 OPS. So pretty solid that's just it's okay it's okay um all right on to the next uh subject item i guess the colorado rockies released or yeah they formally released their city connect jerseys um lj i'll leave it to you uh to sort of explain what the jerseys look like and your initial thoughts on them yeah so what we got going here is we have a white white shoulders with a green trunk and at the top right around chest high you have a drawing a design of what is this i'd assume i'd pretty safely assume are the rocky mountains you know for the rockies you also have the um, let's see. Yeah, you've got them going around the back as well. White number that's halfway between the green and the white. A little hard to see. Just that'll be my first commentary on this. And then you've got the name up on the top, Colorado across the front of the jersey, and then the Rockies logo, their their secondary logo with the C and the R together, is on the shoulder, on the sleeve. Brandon, I'm not 100% sure what I don't like about this, but this is by far my least favorite City Connect. Yeah, I think it's my least favorite as well, but I honestly don't hate them. Um, They actually look not that bad with 
as I as I start to look at it more, it is pretty cool. Um, how they Brandon, maybe there, get there get up to get up, take a walk, go outside, and then come back and look at the look at it. You might have been staring at it too long. Yeah, no, I don't know. There isn't too much going on on the jerseys, which I like. Um, there's some other teams that have done stuff with mountains. Um, of course, the uh, Denver Nuggets in the NBA, they have their their mile high jerseys, um, where it shows the Rocky Mountains, um, and they are, it was like rainbow-type jerseys. I don't even know what the hell those were. Well, that's partially because of the original color scheming for the Nuggets. But I don't know. I, I'm going to push back here real quick because – and I'm all for them using alternate colors from what the teams is, but the green just looks weird. It looks like the type of thing that you wear. In t- like That's one of the stereotypical T-ball jersey colors when you have the shirts instead of the actual jerseys. Um, I don't know. There's something about the way the Rockies are drawn. Like, it almost looks like, (laughs) it looks like what I would imagine if Bush Light decided to do a Earth Day special packaging. That's what it would look like. That's honestly what the vibe I'm getting from this. And I just don't think that's necessarily what they're looking for. LJ, I actually just found a really cool a graphic that shows um, when every team released their City Connect jerseys um, and the upcoming ones. So last year, the, the seven teams were Boston, Miami, Chicago White Sox, Chicago Cubs, Diamondbacks, San Francisco Giants, and the Dodgers. This year, we've had the, Mar- or the Nationals, released there right before the season started the astros released their space city ones uh right after the opening weekend kansas city dropped theirs right towards the end of april now we had the rockies um the next three teams that will drop this year the angels in june the brewers in june and the padres in july those three teams should be able to come up with something really nice with their color schemes. I feel like the first two are definitely going to blow it out of the park. The Angels and the Brewers, I think, are definitely going to get it right. I'm not 100% sure the Padres go the right way here. I can see them leaning way too much into the brown. Mm. And then all of a sudden that gets into weird territory. I'm going to back off the, this Rockies jersey now because it's dawning on me as you say this. I don't remember half of these jerseys. Like, there's some that you definitely love. Like, you love the Boston one. You love, I mean, if we're talking top four, we're talking um, Miami, San Francisco, um, Washington, and Boston. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, not not Miami, Houston was what I was looking for there. But like, but then past, past like the top six or seven, everything has become forgettable already. I like, like the Marlins I, ones, LJ. I, I love, I love the Marlins ones. That's why red. I, I love yeah, I'm trying red. to um, explain Pat. I'm trying to not explain past that. Um, expand. That's what I was expanding mm. the number. Um, but like, I don't remember Chicago Cubs doing one. It says. The White Sox one looked great. The, uh, the Cubs one says, Wrigleyville across the front. It's like a dark blue jersey. Yeah, I really don't remember that at all. Uh, Dodgers definitely don't remember that happening. It says Los Dodgers on the hat and on the jerseys. 
Oh, I remember that now. Yeah, that was actually that was fine. That was better than the Colorado one. The Giants ones are really cool. Beautiful. I love the Giants ones. I might. I'm still considering picking up one. Um, them and Houston's. I adore. Arizona's is cool too. Yeah. But See, then they aren't that bad, honestly. What? All of them aren't that bad. Colorado. I do not like it. I'm sorry. Okay. It's just it's almost it's almost too little. Once we you see know? it on the field, then then yeah, we then then we'll come to a full agreement. How about that? Yeah, because also another thing I haven't considered yet, this could look really nice dirty. That's what I'm saying. Like we have to see like, it on the having field. the dark the dark green could get really good with the um dirt. But with that being said, I just feel like that's a lot of space you're doing absolutely nothing with. And with it being already a very bland top, I don't know. I just feel like you like the fact that it's very simple. I feel like it could have done a little more and still kept simplicity. Interesting. Okay. But either way, yeah. I mean, they've got a. They've got a. Pro- and this this isn't a bad problem to have. You've got a lot of ones that we're raving about, a bunch of unmemorable ones, and only one real bad one so far. Absolutely. So. Well, um, let's talk about another result. Um from a game yesterday and that is the Blue Jays beat the Angels 6-3 uh, Hyunjin Ryu best Shohei Otani uh, Otani gives up two home runs one to George Springer and one to Vladdy Jr. Um, overall a great win by Toronto their, their bullpen finally stepped up um, in a big way and uh, the, the bats were able to get to Otani early. So um, just a great win here. Um, and, you know, this is a big series for, for both of these teams as the Angels have to play the Yankees starting on Monday. Um, and Toronto, of course, they're still in third place in the AL East, even though they're only um, four games over 500. This is, again, a really strong, important series. They're certainly making the best of it right now. But what's exactly gone on these last two years for Hinjin Ryu? This is, frankly, the only good start I can remember this year. Yeah, it's been strange for him because he was at one point like one of the best pitchers in the league. You're talking You're talking about a three-year stretch of a two low twos, at least. Um, 2-4-2 ERA from 2019 through 2020. Like that's just nutso stuff. And then just falls off a cliff last year, 169 innings, a forced 3-7 ERA. This year, spent some time on the IL, but everything past that hasn't looked good either. I'm really, again, he's going to be somebody in the second season, I really, second and third seasons, I really hope uh, turn things around. Well, LJ, I think it's time that we try out a new segment. Um would you like to to explain it here? Yeah, so we're gonna have Brandon is the Wardle master of the of the group, and so for those of you who have not tried it out yet, there is a site. I believe it still goes by the URL Wardle W A R D L E dot A P P World App, and basically it's Wordle, but with baseball players. MLB just bought it and renamed it MLB Pickle. Overall, a very a significant downgrade with the exception of the confetti you get at the end of winning it. But we're not going to complain too, too much about that. We're just going to make our own game that we can play here. And so that way we're not ruining anybody else's opportunities to play the actual game. 
and we can still have a little bit of fun with it, enjoy this little trend here. But we're gonna do it a little more challenge in a challenge mode here. I'm gonna give Brandon a two minute timer to be able to get through this. Hopefully- Two minutes, that's, that's pretty tough. Well, Brandon, we're not, trying to, we're not trying to add a half hour to this episode. Okay, well, there's no way I'm, I'm gonna be able to get it in two, but okay, All right. yes. That's, I'll give you three because you almost failed on your warm up attempt today. Brandon, coming out of that, you got today's Wordle, Wordle in nine attempts. How are you feeling about going into this one? Yeah, not good, but also I feel I got quite unlucky with the Wordle today. Um, so feeling right. okay. So basically, I'm just gonna what just throw throw my official guesses to you, and then you're gonna tell me what information I have correct. I'm gonna yes, be typing. I'll I can share my screen with you. I'm just gonna be typing down notes for what I have. Actually, I'll do that right now. Um, I shared, uh, Brandon. I shared my document with you. Oh, okay. so if you want to go to that, but also Brandon, again, make sure we will try to talk as much about this as we can. Don't, don't just type your notes, say them, say them out loud. Okay. We'll figure this out. This is certainly, we're giving, I'm giving you a softball to start here after today's uh, game. Where so is this? this uh, I shared it with document. you. Go to your shared with me in Google. There's such thing as a tab where it says shared with me. It's about the third one down. You're going to want to go there and you're going to click on it. Then you're going to look through the things that are all right, buddy. All right. All right. Find Wardle, capital W A R D L. Shared with me. I got it, buddy. Okay. Wardle. All right. Without further ado, I am on the document. And your time is beginning now. Lucas Giolito. Okay. So team is wrong. Division is wrong. Position is... Okay, LJ, I would like for you to explain. Oh, O's are correct. I'm sorry. I'm trying to do this quickly. For you starting, so it's a starting pitcher so from the United it's States. It's a starting pitcher from the United States that is both a righty. Bats and throws right. Yes. Okay, not in the AL Central. Um... Okay, age-wise, do we do we have that? I don't know, Brandon. I don't okay. even know how old Lucas Giolito is. So, um, let's go to Corbin Burns. Corbin Burns team is wrong. Division is correct, so it's an NL Central starting pitcher. All right, we have the we could it could be someone on the Cardinals, the Pirates. Oh wait, I, I'm sorry. That was my bad. That's my bad. That's a half. That's a half crash. That's a half crash. Okay, so, so yeah. sorry. NL Central, or it could be N NL East, NL West, or uh, AL Central because it's like half correct. All right, let's go to the NL West. Um, actually, yeah, Joe Musgrove. I feel like time is going to run out very soon. Keep going then. All right, you got it. Is you got, NL West Walker you got the Bueller. division. Walker Bueller. Yes, it is Walker Bueller. Oh, nice. Yeah, MLB MLB Dadel is done in four moves today. So and... it was Lucas Giolito one, um, Corbin Burns. Corbin Burns two, and then Joe Musgrove was three, Walker Bueller four. Nice. 
Walker Bueller. It sounded fine over the the audio. Um, either way, let's let's do a little bit of a dive here because overall, solid start to the season for Walker Bueller. Uh, two nine one ERA. That's a little. I mean, certainly up from last year's terrific time, but. Do we see this going down? Do we see this staying where it is? Because, I mean, certainly Walker Bueller was mostly carried by a good first half last year. Overall, a lot of the hype, a lot of the numbers were stolen away by Max Scherzer on his own team last year. And so all of the Cy Young hype had kind of pretty much died out come September. Do we see him being able to put up a strong back half this time instead of a first half? Yes. I have yes. a lot of faith in Walker Buehler. He has been, since 2018, consistently one of the best pitchers in the league. Um, a lot of faith in that guy. But with, Joe, with Joe Musgrove, up. I feel we need to give some appreciation to him, LJ. Yep. Before we go, with, with uh, Walker Buehler, whip is up, hits per nine is up, walks per nine is up, and strikeouts per nine is all, are down. So... This has definitely not been the start he was hoping for, despite having good numbers by most other conventional standards. And he does have that complete game shutout in there as well, don't forget. So he has started together. Yeah. Um, Joe Musgrove has been the best pitcher on the Padres, potentially one of the best pitchers in the league. Talking a 5-0 and record with a 1.90 ERA. Um, that's why when I was thinking... NL West pitchers uh, born in the USA um, that are righties, you know, I'm thinking Padres. Okay, not Blake Snell because he's a lefty. Not Sean Maniah because he's a lefty. Not you Darvish because he's not born in the U.S. Okay, Joe Musgrove. Boom. Having a great start this year. Um, Still one of the better trades. Um, The Padres certainly got a lot out of him last year. They're getting great contributions from him this year. Um, another really smart trade that that Padres front office made. Um, really, the last few years, that that front office has gotten really smart, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, it's been, again, this terrific time. I'm trying to see where he ends up. He is ninth in war, F-war, among all pitchers. That is good enough to be one, two, three, fourth. He is fourth in the National League. That's well within striking distance for a Cy Young, especially seeing Zach Wheeler as the, one of the guys above him. Yeah, absolutely. That do we, out do perfect, we, do we take Zach Wheeler seriously this year? I know we're going to get into Cy Young stuff at a future date, but during the 12 days of Memorial Day, as we go through every single important race, awards, and standings in a two-week stretch, right after the end of what we call the first official season, really the only first, the only official season, not unofficial season that we are going to be covering this much in depth, just because we, we kind of have a clear picture of what the league looks like by Memorial day. We're going to talk much more about Sion then, but do we actually give him a shot here? Because it's just, again, all screams compiler. He's been solid. He's been good even um but he's not been Cy Young a caliber yet however LJ I feel to an extent um that when you get into September the compiler guys start to look a lot better to vote for in my opinion like you know last year you that there was a bunch of people that 
could have justified voting for Zach Wheeler over Corbin Burns, and no one was going to make a fuss about that. Oh, I see it. But do you, where? What is your stance? Is really what I'm asking on it. Mm. Like, do you think that's gonna that matters? Like, if you're a guy who's going to be able to go out there give you seven, eight innings, three to four earned runs, do you count that as much as the guy who's able to give five, six, and then maybe one, one to two? Yeah, um, you know, it it's it's really interesting. Um, last year for the whole season, if I had to pick a pitcher to be on my team in the NL, I'm probably picking Corbin Burns. But Zach Wheeler still, you know, put up tremendous stats, put in a lot of innings, saved a lot of innings from that Phillies a bullpen that was bad to begin with. So um, it's certainly really interesting that you can look at it in, in both of those ways um but when you're doing what corbin burns was doing with this the huge amount of strikeouts to the small amount of walks um it just made sense uh but you know i still think that uh, i want to pull up how many votes yeah they they both got 12 first place votes for wow. um the cy young so, that's partially because the older generation of baseball just adores compiling stats. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't matter how good each individual performance is. If you can figure out how to do it in the long haul, there's a lot of people that will absolutely love you for it. Absolutely. Um, and that's actually something that uh, you'll be able to hear a little bit about on Sunday when we uh, run the interview with Glenn Geffner, um, LJ, if you, remember when he was talking about one specific player on the Marlins where he's saying you know if, if he can do it for a few seasons that's what fans want to see is the season after season production over a long uh, span of time absolutely well all right that's going to do it for today's show thank you all for listening be sure to check us out instagram twitter tiktok at mlb daily pod and we will see you tomorrow have a good one see you manana Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.